it happens in the day. I think we're going to do a great job. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Modern Man Podcast. Before we hop into everything, I want to make sure that I say thank you for the time. And the best compliment you can give us is by hitting that like button, hitting that subscribe button so you can get a new episode each and every single week. Leave us a rating to let us know how we're doing. And please share this with a friend. If you get these episodes, you enjoy them because we have a vision of connecting men in pursuit of their potential here. And we do that by embracing discomfort cultivating community and putting wind in each other's sails. This is a special episode because this is actually a, a listener who, who reached out to me and I had to have this guy on because he's doing some amazing stuff. I'm excited to have Justin Groff, CEO of Just In Time Lawn Care on the podcast. Justin, man, thank you for taking the time to be on. Dad, no, I, I appreciate you having me on here. It's definitely a blessing. Thank you. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I'm for, for those that are listening, I'm going to hold off on telling you his age for a little bit. For those that are watching, you might get a little bit of a hint. But Justin, I want to give you an opportunity to, to introduce yourself uh, to the listeners, to the viewers on YouTube. Let them know who you are, where you're from, and then we can kind of jump in a little deeper into your story on, on, on in terms of what you do. Sure. So uh, obviously, everybody probably is thinking, like, who is this guy? He's super young. <laughs> I mean, nobody's going to know me, but, you know, that's not why I'm here. I'm, I'm here to, um, you know, tell people, you know, what it's all about and uh, what, you know, God continues to have for me. I'm 19 years old, so I'm very young, but I'm very confident where he's leading me. I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, not, I mean, it's a great town, great city. But it's in the middle of Indiana, so <laughs> I'm thankful to be on here, like I said again. And I'm just, you know, I'm just continuously trying to move forward to, uh, you know, become greater, bigger, better, and stronger through Christ and to help a lot of people in this world. Man, and hey, that, that's amazing, brother. And I love it because, I mean, 19, you're only getting started. And when I think of where I was at 19, when a lot of people that are watching and, and listening think about where they were, at 19, um, I'm willing to wager most of them were not doing what you're doing. And, and mm -hmm. when, when I say CEO of Just In Time Lawn Care, um, I want to be clear. This is not uh, this is not Justin grabbing a, a lawnmower and just going house to house or or just no. shoveling snow in his neighbor's house. Man, you have trucks, you have employees, you you you're expanding and you just bought a house. Like so mm. this isn't something that you just started just now. What age were you when you when you started the company and and how did that start to grow? Yeah, so I started when I was nine years old, so very, very young. And, you know, I was definitely in school, so it was very hard to balance all the timing, you know, with getting customers projects done. And so I, at first, obviously, I was doing it by myself as the neighborhood kid. And so I was there just either a walking to our neighbors or, you know, with a uh, cub cadet rider. Mm -hmm. And I had like a little wagon on the back, which I still have. And I mean, I don't use it as much, but, <laughs> uh, but like it's great memories and it's a tool for the future. But, you know, that's, it started literally from nothing. I had a crappy push power, uh, a, like a weed whacker, a mm -hmm. gas weed whacker and a battery blower like literally nothing. And that's how most entrepreneurs start is with nothing. 
Uh, and I'm super thankful that I started with nothing. So, you know, I continue to grow to get to something, you know what I mean? To something great. Yeah. And, you know, it, it slowly just grew over time. My dad, actually, I'm uh, grateful to have my dad and my mom. They're both uh, entrepreneurs and uh, they have been teaching me along the way on how to build something great. And it's still just the beginning. But, you know, my dad, he created the Facebook page for the neighborhood. So it helped me kind of get my name up in that neighborhood. We live in a pretty good sized neighborhood or else I, at least I did. Now I moved out, obviously. But there was like 1100 houses in this neighborhood. And so there's a lot of people that see this chat. And, uh, you know, my dad just continued to post like, pictures of me mowing or landscaping or doing odd jobs here and there. And it just kind of grew the name, you know, what, you know, I, what I wanted to do and help people with, you know, their lawn care and landscaping needs. Uh, it started when I was nine. And again, I'd say sophomore, junior year, I had about 70 customers, like mowing customers nice. weekly. So it really jumped pretty quick, but I would say right now, this is my third season going on to my fourth season officially as a business, because obviously I wasn't, you know, it wasn't much being the neighborhood kid. It wasn't technically a company, but yeah. now we have three trucks, three trailers. Uh, we have nine employees. We got up to 15 in the spring, but we lowered that because obviously it's our slower season. And then uh, I just recently bought a property to store all of our trucks and trailers. I wasn't looking for a house, obviously. Like, <laughs> honestly, I think buying a house at 19 is not the smartest. It's not, it's not really smart. So, but if, you know, because I think a house to me is a liability unless it cash flows. And that's what I did is I put three roommates in there, which are my greatest friends. I'm super thankful to say that because, man, it was so hard finding those those people that put it because you're either going to have strangers, you're going to have, you know, mm -hmm. your best buddies, brothers in there, brothers from another mother. So like, and luckily I found those three. And so they've been great. You know, we've all been moving together, moving forward, pushing each other to the next level. And, you know, it's, we've been just continuously blessed for what God's continue to do. And, uh, you know, I live in the smallest bedroom of the house. I don't live in really? main master. Yeah. I don't live in that. And, uh, I, I just, I pick the smallest because I don't need anything right now. I'm trying to like teach myself like, Hey, you're still nothing. Like you're still mm -hmm. nothing. You're still, you still got to keep pushing yeah. nonstop. You guys keep moving forward. And it just reminds myself like, yeah, I have all this stuff and God's been blessing me with all this stuff, but this is just the beginning. Just getting like, started. This is, this is just getting started. Like this, yeah. this can be something much greater down the line. You know, I don't want to like, I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just trying to do what God wants me to do. Like I said, and, and be confident with that, no mm -hmm. matter how many haters or criticism I get, but yeah, <laughs> and it, the, the property has three acres and that's where we store all, all of our stuff. So I'm just super thankful for that. Where did you get the mindset, Justin? Where did you get the mindset that you have now? Because like, 
even some of the things that you say where, you know, hey, a house is a liability unless it cash flows. You know, that's a very business grounded mindset that I didn't have at 19, right? And I remember mm. my wife did not subscribe to that thought process until we bought and sold our first house. And we buy our house. Um, we 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 were in there for 18 months. We sold it for $30,000, $40,000 more than we bought it for. But after mm. doing the math, you know, you, you, you pay the realtor, right? And then you you obviously have the equity in the home that you paid down, but we weren't there long enough to get much equity. So a lot of that went back to the bank. So we we left with a check, but when we did the math, the money that we put into the house, the down payment that we gave, any of the work that we did, like we, we pretty much lived someplace for free for, yeah. for eight months. And it wasn't a huge, uh, it was great to get that check back, but it wasn't a huge increase. And my wife was like, Sure. Holy crap, I thought we'd make money. And I'm like, I tried to tell you that the house, <laughs> <laughs> the house is more of a liability than it actually is, um, you know, a, a cash flow asset that grows. But I'm interested mm. in where did you get your mindset? Because you're, you're on point with that thought process and even having the smallest room and staying humble, right? Despite the successes you might be enjoying in business, those that overstretch are usually the ones that, get caught when the tide goes down, right? When like they say when the yeah. tide goes down, you could find out who's been swimming naked. You seem like yeah. you're you're making sure that you have your ducks in a row. You're not getting too comfortable with the success that you have. You're you're yeah. not taking your blessings for granted and you want to be a good steward of really the the blessings that God's given you. Where's that mm -hmm. mindset come from? Yeah, you know, it took a little bit to it wasn't like, you know, it happened just like that. Um, it was, it took time. Like it took, you know, one to two years to, to really generate that mindset. Well, it started really from watching YouTube. I love watching YouTube and there's a lot of great people out on YouTube and there's also a lot of bad people on YouTube. So you get to pick and choose and I'm, you know, it's, it's awesome that you have that freedom to pick and choose on YouTube. So uh, yeah, I mean, I just found, you know, some really great leaders that are running some big companies. Like when I'm talking big, I'm talking billions. And that's Grant, because Grant that's Cardone. why I want Grant Cardone's one of them. <laughs> Grant Cardone is definitely one of them. Uh, what's who's another one? I don't really watch too many different ones because there, you know. It's again, you have to when like for me, like I can read people pretty well, uh, but I'm still learning to read people, obviously. So if they're misleading you with information or giving you great information, you can tell the difference sometimes. And I think Grant does a really great job with doing that. So I, I watch him a lot. Uh, there's a, also a lot of mentors that I've been meeting with that are running lawn care landscape companies or, you know, just huge companies in general. It doesn't have to be a landscape company. So they're running, you know, a $30 million company in Indianapolis. That's a pretty good size local company. Yeah. So I talk to those guys or gals and I make sure like I'm, I'm just, you know, listening rather than talking because there's a lot of people that talk more than they actually listen. And I feel like that's a really great skill is to listen to others for what they have to say. And 
asking a lot of questions too, as well. Uh, you know, I, last year, you know, I, we weren't with nine employees, three trucks and three trailers. So I had time to like during the winter, especially I had time to meet with these people and talk with these people on zoom, like we're doing now or texting them as well, because having that network, they know that that can also lead to another deal down the road. Like who knows? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. So having that network, it's also building your network and you're learning from great people as well, you know, and they see where you're trying to go at a young age and they respect that. There's not a lot of people that are willing to do that. They're, they're willing to go to college for a four-year degree and, you know, have bad <laughs> debt, literally most of their life paying that off. Yeah. That the banks, the banks and institutions are making on. and they're not, they're not, they're not creating a company or something that, you know, that's something great. Like it doesn't even have to be a company. It could be a ministry. It could be anything, a church, uh, a club. I don't know, but yeah. anything that something, you know, I feel like too many people are just, you know, get a job, work 40 hours, you know, get taxed on that and call it a day. And they don't, they just don't realize, you know, that's, there's so much more opportunity. Like we live in a country that has a crap ton of opportunity. So why not take it? What's crazy is, man, if, if, if you never started your company and you went to the bank and you said, Hey, I have a lawn care business. I want to start. Can I borrow $400,000? I'm pretty sure the bank would tell you no, because they're just uh, like, come on now. But that's exactly what happens uh, when, when students apply and go to college, you get this massive loan, to go to a four-year institution, a traditional institution. And then on the opposite side of that, you have to pay it back. But like, mm. you know, if if you were to ask for that same amount of money to go to start your own business, they they would they wouldn't give it to you. So yeah. I, I love that you you took your fate in your own hand. Um and you said, well, you know what, I'm gonna do it my way. Uh and I'm going to I'm going to build a business. I'm going to um find property, not necessarily to get yeah. a house, but maybe property for my trucks, which conveniently yeah. has a house, which gives you some yeah. place to live, um, which is also helpful when it comes to taxes, right? Yeah. Um, oh, yes, it does. <laughs> why, why lawn care? Um, lawn care and landscaping, I chose it because I love being outside. Like, I really an outdoors, man. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I, I've always just been a guy that's, you know, loves playing sports outside with friends or just walking or running or biking or whatever it is. I love just being out active outside. And that's why I just really did it. And also my mom, it was one Sunday morning when we were heading to church and my mom and dad were like, you should, you need to do something, Justin. Like this was, I mean, this was when I was probably around nine or 10 years old. I mean, so like right when I started all this and, you know, it's, it's literally, I was like thinking to myself, you know, gosh, if I, if I started mowing grass, cause they're like, you should mow grass. It's simple. You can make it happen. Just start knocking on doors. And my mom and dad are super supportive, which I, uh, again, I'm blessed to say that there's not a lot of parents that are like that. Yeah. And, and so I just took action, you know, say, Hey, let's try it. And it actually became a hobby. Like, making those lines straight, 
And uh, yeah, just also, there's also a lot of thinking I can do like during that time when I'm mowing grass or landscaping, I can think a lot. I love thinking because it helps clear my mind for what's next. Yeah. It's meditative, man. I I, I think I yeah. told you, like I did landscaping in uh, for two years after my freshman year of college and man, I loved it. We would, we'd go out there and we'd cut some beautiful homes and some yeah. of the, some of the people were so nice. Like they would leave out waters and drinks for us mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Sometimes lemonade was, it was really hot out, but yeah. you get out there, you have a big yard and you start going back and forth. You cut, you do the lines and then you start do the edges and stuff. And you, you're just kind of, I mean, the, the mowers are so loud. You really can't talk to the other guys in the truck. We we'd talk in the truck, yeah. but when we got out there, we were cutting. And that was yep. just an opportunity to just be silent with my thoughts. I'm not in my phone. I'm not, looking at the tv the latest headlines i'm focused on what i'm doing and i think we live in a world where people are getting hit with so many dopamine hits of likes and notifications and text messages and stuff it's it's unique and definitely awesome to have an outlet where you don't have to be on or plugged in you could just kind of just be and keep keep flowing yeah it sounds like you've you've went from knocking on doors to text messages and getting on zooms with some of these mentors and, and things like that. So putting yourself out there, I mean, Hey, even reaching out to me saying, you know, Hey, heard your podcast. I'm 19 years old. I got a lawn care business and, and us having that initial conversation. Um, I, I get the the hint that you're not afraid to put yourself out there, right? You're not afraid to shoot your shot. I always say that like, Hey, shoot your shot because you miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Um, yeah. Have you ever found, this is, this is a, a two-part question. Uh, the first would be, have you ever found your age to be a challenge for that? And number two, where does that confidence in reaching out come from? Yeah. So obviously I was not, I mean, you guys don't know that, but when I was younger, I was really quiet. I mean, really, really, really quiet. And this business has helped me, you know, with talking to customers and the people, I guess this company has, and also employees like our team, like it's, you know, talking with them like over and over and over each and every day, figuring out situations and problems like that stuff, like just happens over time. And same with your mindset. It just happens over time. It's not, you know, it's not something that's quick. It's long-term that you got to think about. So for me, uh, it's, it took, it took that time. The time that it took was very important and critical with gaining that. And, you know, it, it was hard, like, especially in school when I was in school, I mean, I had friends, but meeting those people or, really tough sometimes like going out there and my mom would always tell me like people are not going to come to you you gotta you got to you know talk to them yeah and so that totally changed my perspective like that's so true like i can't just sit back and do nothing like i'm gonna feel lonely doing that like i gotta be the one who takes action here and now to meet those people whoever those people are yeah. So I was, you know, I was trying to, you know, I was writing, I write down my goals all the time and, and each and every day consistently. And I make a note that, you know, I'm trying to 
reach out to podcasts. Like that's, that was one of my goals was to reach out to you, especially. And because I'm trying, God was leading in my heart, you know, to amplify his name and his name alone. You know, I'm not trying to boast about myself because I know what my purpose is and it's to amplify what God's, you know, doing in my life and his presence and to just get people to him and to have, and to create opportunities for a lot of people to have a relationship with him, like I do and continue to do. And so a lot of that confidence, uh, came from him and it was, it's been hard. And also like following up is huge because you can reach out to someone, but how many times are you going to follow up until you get somebody to reach back out to you? Not everyone does that. And it takes seven to 12 times or more to do that. And I've gotten rejected. It's just like talking to a girl. If you want to, if you want a girl, you know, if you have a girl in mind and you don't take action, like she's first off, not going to see you. And, you know, if you do talk to her, like you better keep talking to her if you know she's the one, mm. because if like it, it should just like happen naturally. And but like most people don't like want to follow up because they think, oh, they're going to be mad at me for talking to them, spamming them, all that stuff. If it's really your heart's desire to make it happen, it has to happen. And if you're committed, especially, you should never, ever, ever give up. Ooh, I love that. I love that. Never, never give up, man. What were, what were some of the moments, um, building your business that might've been difficult where, um, sure. I'm not going to say there's a mindset of giving up, but maybe like, man, this is hard or, you know, man, you know, maybe, um, when you're expanding, when you get that truck, the second truck or, has there been a time while building your lawn care business where, where things were looking bleak, where things were looking a little rough and you were just like, man, this is stressful. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's uh, I've had plenty of those, especially this year. Like, gosh, I mean, it's, there's, there's a lot of things that God's been, he's been putting those problems into my life, not to hurt me, but to make me stronger. And a lot of people don't see that. They they think, oh, you know, they they first, you know, have a relationship with the Lord, but, you know, something bad happens. And then what, like, how do you handle this situation? Well, they take it badly. If if it happens badly and ends badly, they're, they're actually becoming victims and selfish by, you know, not handling the situation. And so they blame the Lord. They blame my God, you know, that actually is making you stronger through that problem or situation. And most people, I just don't get it sometimes, like how people can't see that because there's been a lot of situations that I have learned. And I'm, I'm just blessed to say that because I keep saying blessed, but like all of it belongs to him. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not me that's making this happen. It's all God. So one of the, one of the, stories I can tell you is, you know, last year, 2021, you know, there's been a lot of after COVID or during COVID, it's been a lot of labor shortage issues. So, and we were, we're growing pretty quick, like for our size. I mean, we're, ah, crap. Sorry about that. So, so we're growing pretty, pretty quick. 
for our size and we need we needed more like full-time people rather than like part-time so it was harder like with getting people like that believed what i was trying to get to yeah, because like they think 19 years 19 years old like everybody thinks that age like is has to become first before experience I don't believe that at all. I actually complete. I, I believe the complete, complete opposite. That experience with wisdom comes a lot. It goes a lot, lot farther than uh, the the um, than like the age of somebody. Yeah, the yeah. age of somebody. So I know a like, lot of people that have done the same thing for a long time and haven't improved. <laughs> yeah, and it's you know I that's why I reach out to these big dogs because there's been a lot of times where, you know, they're, they're just lost and like, because they think I'm too young and that like, I don't have the experience to doing that. So I just keep reaching out to them. That's what I do. So I, cause I don't give up. And yeah. So one of the problems was, yeah, we just didn't have the amount of employees that we needed. And so I was really trying to reach out to our uh, to people like anyone really like to find for like to complete our work for our customers and so god laid down a situation one sunday morning there was there was a one of my mentors actually owns a 15 million dollar company a lawn care and landscape company he called us and which i'm like why is he calling us in a sunday morning like that's just that's weird and also like what, what do I have to like help it? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, why would he be calling me? So it was just really weird. And so I was listening to him like, Hey, blah, blah, blah. What's up. And, and like, he started bawling and like, he started crying on the phone. I was like, okay, something's really bad happening. And so I was just listening. And so his son, Jordan actually passed away uh, from his, uh, from, you know, a seizure and he had major health problems and he was only 25 and it was sad to like, to, to really hear that. I mean, it was just very like humbleness just came out. I was just listening, you know, I was being really, you know, just thoughtful of what he's trying to say, but he's just like, and he had a lawn care landscape company, just a little bit bigger than us. He's like, my mentor is like, I need to sell his company like fast ASAP because this is in March yeah. and the season's just about to start. So we're like, crap, we got to get on the move with this. And so what happened was, you know, we started investigating and doing our due diligence on this company. And sadly what happened, uh, it didn't work out. The deal did not work out, but we helped the company, you know, keep going, if you will, mm -hmm. during like, cause they had a lot more commercial stuff. So they had to start a little earlier and we had, we kept it going because the employees don't know what to do. They had about seven to nine employees mm. and they didn't know what to do. So, and they didn't know who was going to own it or take care of it or, you know, whatever. And so what happened was since they started seeing us more, and I started praying about this way before this situation happened. Yeah. When this, when this, like when the deal didn't work out, which I'm glad to say that didn't, 
you know, that was definitely a great learning lesson that didn't work out. And, you know, it was, it ended up peacefully too. Like it wasn't hard feelings, you know, things happen. And so, uh, it just, you know, the equipment wasn't the right way that it should have been and just a lot of different variables. So it just didn't work out for us, but basically those seven to nine employees stayed with us. And, and so they stayed with us actually throughout the summer. And I mean, I had no clue they would even stay with us after because, and you know, like it was just, it was just a time where it's like, you know, why us? Why, why are you guys choosing us when this is the company you guys were here for three or four years? And like, it was definitely a huge God thing that, you know, he blessed us with those 79 employees that soon became 15 at the end of June. And then, and then we, you know, we have nine right now because it's our slower season, but it was just really a humbling moment to listen to that and to say like, whoa, like it's, it was, yeah. that's definitely a God thing. Cause I've been praying for that, you know, for a long while, way, way before that even happened. Yeah. And it happens and God always makes it happen. And you just got to trust in him and crazy faith. And that's, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. How have you found, um, I guess, managing employees that I'm sure in some regards and maybe a lot of the times are, are older than you, right? How have you found um, finding your voice, finding your leadership, establishing that leadership when, you know, there's some people who, who are older than you and obviously the decisions you make impact their livelihood. You know, they're, they're probably feeding their families. They're probably, oh, yeah. yeah, they're, they're concerned with, you know, taking care of their families and, you know, you're, you being their leader, you're being the one that makes those decisions that impact their wallets. How have you navigated that and, and found that dynamic to work? Yeah. So finding great people, that's, that's like huge. You know, I, I've had a lot of lessons learned from not having the best people. And, you know, part of that shift was having all part-time guys to complete, you know, full-time guys, which is just a huge shift of things in literally one year that happened in one year. And it, it's, it was crazy because, you know, it's definitely a big growth spurt and it's definitely taught me, you know, a lot of things that, you know, that, yeah, I am taking care really the company's taking care of their families and, uh, Mexico, that's where most of them are from. And they have families to take care of. And so it's, again, it's very humbling, like realizing that because sometimes you can easily forget those things and get distracted. And a lot of things with like getting your, your payroll in your cash flow in all of that, those variables come down to like feeding their families. So you got to like, you really have to make things keep getting, keep things flowing. And a lot of those lessons I learned, I'm glad I did early and uh, now because then I don't have to worry about them in the future because again, God placed them in, in my life, you know, to get me and to create, you know, a stronger relationship with him and also to have stronger uh faith with him like that's that's huge because he he will always get you out of a situation 
you'll always get you out of a situation, but it's, are you taking the action with him in faith to make that happen? Yeah. That's huge. Got to take those steps. Got to take that action. Because exactly. Because sometimes like there's things that I'm like, how the heck are we going to get out of this one? Like there's situations that have been like that. It's like, how the crap are we going to get out of this one? And you know, I just pray, I go straight to prayer and, or I just, you know, I just think I'm like, okay, stay calm. First off, stay calm and figure out what are the next steps. Okay. Don't take this as a bad situation. Take it as a learning lesson, no matter what good or bad happens. And he's always provided always. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If I bring it up to him, he always provides. And I'm just, it's just, it's huge. Yeah. Justin, last question is what, what is the vision, the goal and what impact do you hope to have on the world, man? Yeah. So first off, I mean, as you can't tell, I want to go huge. I want to go global. Uh, Lawn care and landscaping is not my long term. Actually, it's the private equity and real estate business. Mm -hmm. So and I want to take these two words, crazy faith. I want it to be a movement for a relationship with the Lord and to create global opportunities for people that don't know him to have a relationship with him. and. I'm not forcing anyone with these opportunities, like in the future, I would never force anyone. It's just, you know, to get people to have at least an opportunity, if they would like a relationship with the Lord and see what, you know, he can do for your life to help many others. I also want to give back and serve a ton of people in this world. And it's, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy. Uh, He's, he's just, wanted me to move to the next level in faith with him. And part of that's, you know, building a huge global business and also creating global ministries that will help a lot of people. I don't, I'm still learning the vision. I'm still growing with that vision, Uh, but I just want to continue to speak to people and help people uh, with doing what God wants you to do here. You know? No, I love that. How can people connect with you, reach out and uh, find out your business? I know um, I see that it's GIT Brands Global um, and you're only getting started. So how can yeah. folks uh, connect with you, find you on social, things like that and, and find more of your work? Yeah, so I, I name it GIT Brands Global because you got to start, I mean, going big now because that's that's going to be the name in the future. It's not the name now. Just in time lawn care is really the name. But if I put it out there early and now, mm-hmm. like it that's that's when I know like in my head it's gonna be real. It's gonna be real. So they can find me on I'm on every single platform, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. And just search up Justin Groff and you will you'll see me on there. And please DM me or talk to me. I'd love to uh, reach out to you and with any questions or help you guys need, because that's what I'm here for. Nice, man. Now, I appreciate it. And, and man, you're a stud only getting started 19 and running an awesome lawn care business, continuing to grow it. Just, man, I can't wait to see what God has in store for you here in the next two, three, four, five, six, 20 years plus years as you continue to grow. <laughs> um, and I know it's going to be nothing short of amazing. So thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for taking the time, man. 
Yeah. Thanks, Ted. And I hope everybody here will take, I I hope everybody here will learn from my mistakes and, you know, just keep building and going big, you know, build something great, you know, that will change people's lives. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, I'm actually going to also recap some of the things you said along the way, because uh, I think very valuable, very helpful uh, in terms of I'm not sure if you guys can hear my dog barking on the on the other side of my door. Too. <laughs> um, but at nine years old, getting started, and that's just a reminder for folks to start early, right? Get started early because that's the important part. And then started with nothing. So many of us start with nothing. It's such a beautiful thing to have that to start from with nothing, from nothing, because it really gives us the full arc of the story and what we're trying to achieve. Um, how how house in terms of cash flows i i love when you said that where house is not an investment unless the cash flows because it just shows to where your mindset is which went over to youtube university there's a lot of good out there but there's a lot of bad and it's all about what you're consuming so make sure you're consuming the right stuff and i wrote down mobile mentors because so many of us might feel confined as in i might live in a small city a small neighborhood a small town but you still have access to these amazing business owners who are putting out their content for free online and then listen over talking you want to listen more than you're talking and then putting yourself out there uh mentioning how you were quiet but you had to get in the habit of putting yourself out there and then of course following up seven to 12 times for that actually to transact. And then it has to happen as you find great people and put yourself out there and you focus yourself onto the vision. It has to happen. And you're moving forward with crazy faith. Justin, man, thank you so much. We appreciate you being on. It was great having you to the viewers, to the listeners. Thank you for making it to the end of the podcast. Hopefully you got a lot of value from this. If you did share this with a friend, that's the best compliment that you can give us. Also leave us a rating so you can let us know how we're doing, how we can improve and get better for you. And of don't forget to make sure you hit that subscribe button to get a new episode each and every single week. Thank you again. Share this with a friend if you got value from it. And as we always say at the end of the episode, everybody wants the sunshine, but they don't want the rain. But you can't get the pleasure without first the pain. Let's grow. 